Well, good day to you. Welcome to Sinner's Roadmap, uh, formerly known as as uh, Reflecting Christ Podcast. It's been a while since I got to get on here. Sinner's uh, Roadmap, I, I'm the same person. My name is Colby Newmeyer, and my uh, <clears throat> my passion really is, is to try to teach the Word of the Lord to, uh, to whoever's out there listening doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that is in the occupation that I am uh, I do drive a truck and that's primarily who I am trying to target with this podcast Sinner's uh, Roadmap is simply a, a podcast for truckers a Bible study uh, focused podcast and I am a, a truck driver and uh, I basically broadcast from the cab of a truck uh, so that's about it. It's uh, I just decided to change the name from Reflecting Christ Podcast to Sinner's Roadmap. It seemed more fitting, and uh, seeing as that's what my occupation is, driving a truck, I figured I'd try to own it as best I can and uh, target you know the guys that are out there pushing freight or pulling freight rather up and down the road every day, whether you're a long haul. You're an LTL, you hotshot, whatever the case is. Uh, if the Lord Jesus is your Savior and you're looking to uh, gain some knowledge in His Word, then uh, this is a place for you. And I pray it blesses you. Today we're going to jump into Psalm 46. Psalm 46, and it seems quite fitting for the time that we're in. Uh, I mean, stuff is just absolutely crazy. As a veteran of the United States Army... You know, I see the things that are going on in Afghanistan and, and uh, you know, no doubt things like this have come along many different times uh, throughout history. I mean, we're not the only generation that's had to deal with things like this. You know, seeing uh, stuff fall apart, seeing America do whatever it's doing. You know, I mean, we have the generation of Vietnam that saw all of what it saw unfortunately and I mean many many other conflicts and things that we don't even know about things that we're not even told about because the government keeps things tries to keep things under wraps right the point is we're in a pretty chaotic time and the hope for our time is the same as it's been for thousands of years and it's and it's uh it's Yahweh and his son Jesus and uh you know the provision that he provides and with that being said I, I I see the Psalm 46 even though it was written thousands of years ago uh, it can be applied even today and that's what's all what's awesome about God's Word is that you know it transcends generations and uh, millennia it was good then and it's good now and it'll be good in a thousand years if the Lord gives us that uh, verse 1 in Psalm 46, though, if you've gotten there already, or if you're just listening as you're moving down the road, it's it's written by, I'll just give you the title to it, at least in my, uh, in my version. It says, The God, the refuge of his people, and the conqueror of the nations. To the chief musician, a psalm of the sons of Korah, a song for Alamoth. And uh, <clears throat> it's pretty short. It's about 11 verses. 
And this is what it says. It says, uh, reading from the New King James, God is our refuge and strength, and he is a very present help in trouble. Notice that it doesn't say right off the bat, it doesn't just say that God is a help in trouble, but that he is a very present help in trouble. And when you're in a sticky situation, you need a very present help. And that's what the Lord is. Many people who have been through different tragedies who have called out to the to the Lord have found that the Holy Spirit comes in those immediate moments before anybody that is even standing in the presence of that person who needs help could even come and help. The Holy Spirit is there. And namely for a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives within us and has occupied us because we are known as a habitation for the Lord. But no doubt, He is a very present help in time of trouble, if we are to look to Him, that is. Verse 2 says, Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. We see now that the psalmist is giving us an example or, or explaining to us that even if it gets so bad, even if it gets like this, right? See, right now in America, we're sheltered from a lot of the terrible things that are going on. Of course, there's fear of somebody invading us and that kind of thing. But even if that happened, that wouldn't be near as bad as what the psalmist is describing here. And And in the midst of what he's describing, he's still saying, therefore we will not fear because our God is a help, a very present help in a time of trouble. How troublesome does the psalmist describe it? He says, well, even though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea and the earth is removed, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, still, Still, he says, we will not fear. Why? Well, because he tells us, God is our refuge and strength in a very present help in trouble. He says, you might say to yourself, well, what is he even describing? He's saying, even though the earth be removed and the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, and a mountain shake with its swelling, that sounds like a, a, a full-fledged earthly catastrophe, a full-fledged, a, a full-earth shaking, a full-earth quake, the whole earth being quaked and being shook and being rent, and the tectonic plates, if you believe in that sort of thing, are completely shifting. Pieces of earth the size of countries being shook and rent and, and large, huge, huge gaps in the earth being torn apart. Remember that there was once a time just exactly like this in the days of Noah when the earth had been so corrupted because of what the angels had done by coming down, not keeping their own domain, but coming down and inhabiting bodies themselves, becoming men themselves, and mating with human women. And God saw that the earth had corrupted itself to such a degree that he sent this exact sort of catastrophe upon the earth, and only eight people came out of it. Only eight people. 
So if it's happened before, no doubt, it could happen and probably will happen again. Especially if you're following along in the book of Revelation. It's exactly the things that are described. Let me move on. Verse 4 says, There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. What is this river describing? Well, the river of life. We could refer to the book of Revelation at the very end. It describes within the city of God, the holy place, the tabernacle of the Most High, there is a river that flows through it. God is in the midst of her, that is the city of God, and she shall not be moved. God shall help her just at the break of dawn. Things are going to get worse. We think they're bad now. They're going to get worse, and even worser still after that. But we have a hope. And it doesn't say, well, when it gets pretty bad, then the Lord will show up and help us. No. It says, just at the break of dawn. That means when it's as black as night could get. As terrifying as they could possibly get in the night. And as, it, you know, if you've ever had to, to keep yourself awake, maybe driving or something like that, you are just hoping for the dawn because something happens when dawn breaks and then it kind of lifts your spirit, right? And it seems like, man, even though the night is only 10 or 12 hours long, it seems like an eternity. It seems like 48 hours long. I mean, it seems, golly, man. I mean, the, the hours, you know, the seconds turn to minutes and the minutes into hours and the hours into just a lifetime. And it just seems like it'll never break, right? But the Lord, in the midst of all the terrible things that are going to be happening and no matter how long it drags on and on and on we're going to have to be able to hold fast hold fast to him because he is our refuge but it may be just at the break of dawn when he comes and then a reflection in verse 6 he says the nations raged and the kingdoms were moved and he uttered his voice and the earth melted it melted in his presence Verse 7 says, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Verse 8, he says, Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. Come, behold what the Lord has done, he's saying. Reflect upon what God has done and let's worship together. He says, He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. This is the Lord speaking now. He says, And I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. You see how he says, Be still? In other words, Trust. Trust that I am who I say I am. Trust that I am your refuge. Trust that I am in the midst of you. And know that I am God. He says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, the psalmist says again, and the God of Jacob is our refuge. Psalm 46, no doubt, it could very well easily be applied to where we are right now in life and where we're headed. Again, this has been Sinner's Roadmap Podcast, formerly known as Reflecting Christ Podcast. Simply a 
a podcast for truckers by a trucker broadcast from the cab of a truck remember it doesn't matter where you came from it only matters where you're headed and god's word is that roadmap to get where you're going in jesus name until we meet again